I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. We are bringing treats and tricks for season six of The, the Connor, Connor and Smith, Smith Show. This is, uh, tonight is the first preview of our Ichabod, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow. We are very excited uh, that that's what we're going to be talking about today is The Legend of Sleepy Hollow and this in this premiere weekend of the show. Um, This is the show in its third incarnation and by far the best, I think. Yeah, Um, it's been an interesting ride to get kind of things revealing to us how to tell the story. This story, this show kind of really embraces the actual literature story by Washington Irving and we use that in a clever device to actually kind of feel like you're kind of trapped in his story and we're doing like an homage to it. I've always we've always been in love with the Disney cartoon. Of course. And the Disney cartoon somehow like is the best I mean I could be wrong, but it's the best like telling of the story. It is. <laughs> um and we recently Thanks to Theater Washington and Creative Cauldron, we're part of Theater Week kickoff at Arena Stage, and we did a little kind of symposium on how we write musicals, and then there were three performances from the show. So we audio recorded it, of, of course. course. So we're going to share that with you, along with talking outside of that symposium recording about the show a little bit. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. In 1985, Tyler was meeting Justin at their favorite arcade, Longshot. Just as Justin was about to confess his love for Tyler, the world changed. Blending elements of 1980s pop culture and LGBTQIA fiction, we journey through this incredible experience that brings them closer together as they fight against a world trying to keep them apart. Listen to Longshot on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. So the the Ichabod, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, uh, has a long history. It started out under the name of The Hollow. Yep, back in, uh, I think the production was 2011 we did it. With a workshop in 2009, I believe. It was done in in rep with The Boy Detective Fails. Correct. um, Which was a whole big challenge, just in general, to to kind of split the, the space, split rehearsals. We were sharing a cast. So everything felt, it's always challenging working on a new work, but even in that process, it was even pared down to like a 50, 60% um, battery power, if you will, <laughs> because yeah. uh, everyone was doing so many things. Um, and the cast was like double duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we took the show after that to... Shenandoah University in 2014 2014 and then and now here we are with a brand new title brand new uh, um, window into the show and it's uh, only five adults told uh, tells the story along with Ichabod's classroom of children yes we have a double cast of children for that Um, the musical theater um, what's your favorite uh, moment what's your favorite moment in the show Oh, that's hard. There's so many great moments. Um, the Midnight Ride, probably. It's turned out kind of cool. Yeah. The Midnight Ride was always like, how do we tell Ichabod's journey of being chased by the Headless Horseman 
And I think that's always been the elephant in the room because you want it to be this production that feels like, yes! The Horse Gunpowder is another favorite. The Horse Gunpowder. Um, um, it's a I beautiful wanna... moment in, perhaps. I love the giant flower that gets passed around ten times and used as, as a, a telescope. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about the amazing cast. Okay. Um, everyone is fantastic. Um, we have a new discovery. Uh, uh, Cullum Gobelbecker is playing Ichabod. And um, just sight unseen showed up at the auditions for this. And we were like, "Who? this is Ichabod. Uh, he's tall and lanky and um, just a charismatic performer. Um, he perfectly embodies Ichabod. He's got great insta instincts on stage. Instincts. He's got great instincts. You know. He's got great outstanks. Then we have Brooke Bloomquist as Katrina Van Tassel. Um, Brooke was Cinderella in Into the Woods that Matt directed at Creative Cauldron. And I remember being like, taken back by how um, uh, it, the intelligent choices that she made as Cinderella um, acting choices her beautiful voice um, she's a beautiful person uh, and the two of them together are just quite lovely don't you think yeah 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 they're they're it's so great to work with actors who are also collaborating with you and giving you choices that you can edit together that it's not uh, a heavy-handed directing thing of move, move your finger here, stand over here. Like they both really have such intuitions about staging and about line readings and about just telling the story. I mean, even Cullum last night was doing things in the show that were so smart that we didn't tell him to do. Just spontaneous discovery. Yeah. 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 Well, um, we're going to cut now to a clip of us talking about uh, the second song in the show, Boston, and a performance of it by Brooke Bloomquist. Um, so we'll be right back. We get into, when you're structuring a musical, Stephen, yeah. if, you, if we were in college, and we still are, yeah. because you never, you never stop learning, right? The second song in the show, most of the time, is called what? Who said that? I want. The second song in the show usually sets up an I want. What do I want? How am I going to get it? And does this become a mission of mine through the show that maybe even causes the conflict? So what are some other famous I want songs? What are some other famous second songs in musicals that you can think of that now that you think about it, oh, that character is saying what they want. Anybody? What, what, I'm sorry? There must be more to this provincial life. Oh, from the Beauty and the Beast, yeah. Something's coming. Something's, Something's coming, coming from West Side Story. Waving through a window? Waving through a window, okay. Um, these are all good examples. What's, um, what's, what's the second song in Oklahoma? Is it, um... Oh, what a beautiful... Oh, is it no, Oklahoma? that's the first. Surrey with the French. Okay. I mean, ish. Well, I would like a Surrey with the French. Yeah. I would like a little hat on a Great. So then, uh, while we're creating our... Wait. What? You know what? Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking at the time. They only gave us 30 minutes to do this. So, right now, 
we actually have our I Want song here. Yeah, I would love to introduce and have you give a warm welcome to Brooke Bloomquist, who is playing Katrina Van Tassel to sing Boston, the I Want song in Ichabod, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And if you don't have your tickets, come see me or Laura. Hi, so happy to be here with you all today. I could 
Thank you, Brooke. All right, we are back after that. She does a lovely job. Um, FYI, we didn't know we had to have masks, so the performers were mainly masked for that. Uh, it was a long story and poor communication, but we were there, we did it, and if it sounds a bit muffled, that's why. Um, we were also in an interesting space. We were up there on the, the where the like cafeteria, the restaurant is, and there was like a moat of black stones in front between us and the audience. So the, and there's other things going on, of course, throughout the entire uh, theater. So it was a little different. The last time we did the event, we were in Molly's library, and I kind of loved being there because it felt very purposed. But this was kind of like being at a very nice cafe at the Kennedy Center or at the Rich Carlton where it's very nice but you're kind of like are we basically where they everyone comes to eat <laughs> it was a little street busky yeah 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 um, not a big deal we've done that before um, yeah some of our best work is, is at buskies yeah buskies so uh, I, I also want to get to um, the other brilliant members of the cast that we have not yet mentioned Bobby Libby plays our Brombones. Um, quite fascinating performance. Why there. is he called Brombones? No one's last name is Bones. Well, his real name in the story is Brom Van Brunt, but I thought uh, everyone knows him as Brombones. Let's just cut to the chase. The nickname for him is Brombones. Because why? He's bony? He's just a big bone dude. He's he's um, he, he should be called Big Boned. Well, that also implies other things that aren't necessarily true of Bobby. I, I think what's interesting about what Bobby's found with this, um, it's easy to make, uh, it's easy to make uh, Brom into a villain. And I wanted Bobby to fight against the stereotypical Disney, you know, cliche Gaston guy, because, uh, I did a lot of research on this character and like basically he was a he, he had trauma from the revolutionary war and the all the the incidents that this story is based on basically are true or factions parts of them are true there was a hessian soldier who got his head taken off by a cannonball and they did bury his body without his head because they never found his head and hessian soldiers were from germany yeah and supposedly they were like like you know the cream of the crop yeah they were called hessian soldiers because they were like the, the assassins yeah that yeah. go in and berserkers and in a they way. were fighting against us yeah and and so that and that headless body of that man was buried on the van tassel farm um and brahm was a veteran of the war and was very ptsd as we know the term today but we didn't then and he self-medicated by drinking a lot at the the Sleepy Hollow Tavern and basically could not get that image out of his head, um, pardon the pun, of the Hessian soldier getting his head taken off by the, the cannonball. It's got to be one of the most horrific Ding. things you could ever witness. And he could not get it out of his head and would always talk about it because after apparently his head was taken off by the can cannonball, he kept swinging his sword for several paces, which anybody is gonna do. Chickens run around after they get their heads cut off because um, motor impulses continue through the body for a little bit. But so that sight and him and his, uh, you know, inherent alcoholism and telling the story over and over is how this kind of 
came to be something that people in the region had heard of. And so when Washington Irving went up there and was collecting folklore and tales, um, that was one of the things that he kept hearing and then he kept you know, sticking in his mind about... Um, and he wove all these tales together. Major Andre's tree was a tree that Benedict Arnold, I believe, was hung on, and it is a cursed tree. Um, in the Tim Burton remake, they very much try to do a recreation of Major Andre's tree in this very elaborate, imposing-looking tree. Um, and some of the other characters, Baltus Van Tassel, who is played by James Myers, um, and uh, Mevro Van Tassel, who is played by Aaron Granfield, um, both who are wonderful, authentic in their roles. Um, they have a very fun bit in church. I can't wait for you to see. And they seem to be like the, I mean, they're really great singers in real life, but they also, in their characters, seem to be you know like those wonderfully well-skilled singers in the town who just love to praise the Lord in church mm -hmm. and through, uh, through psalms. Right. And Mavro is an interesting character because she's definitely on the side of Brom Bones as far as wanting Brom and Katrina to be wed. Um, she is definitely not on the Ichabod train and she gets to sing a song that kind of brings starts to bring the threat, the scary, the weird into the show in like the second or third scene. Uh, the song is called Be Not Afraid. Um, and so we're going to cut to a clip of us talking about this at Arena Stage and then Aaron Granfield performing the song. We'll be right back. Bye. Well, not bye yet. Stick around. See ya. Well, like when you come back. Okay. A little bit. Try to wrong the right 
a great song uh she's such a great performer we've worked with Erin now several times um we found Erin uh when she was playing um elmira in nevermore in 2018 at cauldron um she also then appeared in on air um and in uh always patsy klein uh, am I missing any? Into the Woods. Into the Woods, of course. She was the baker's, baker's wife. She's she was amazing. the baker and the baker's wife. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we she's a favorite of ours and a friend, dear friend. Um, so in closing, Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod, the legend of Sleepy Hollow, uh, starts tonight, guys. It's really exciting. Um, it's always exciting to get your work produced. It's... It's a rarity uh, to have it done more than once, you know? It's always about, can you get a second production? This is our third. We're so thrilled. Um, and we're so proud of, of everybody's work on it, all the artists contributing to it. Lynn Jocelyn has done an amazing job on the lighting. Margie Jervis on costumes, beautiful, exquisite costumes. Gorgeous set. Um, Nicholas Goodman has done the props. Um, anybody and Laura Hall, of course, for having us. We're very extremely grateful for that and all the staff and team at Creative Cauldron. Um, I I strongly urge you to go get tickets. It is a beautiful, it's almost like, uh, how will you sum up the show? It's, uh, it feels like a visual audio book. <laughs> it's, it's a, you're watching a, a, an illustrated book that feels like it could have been maybe directed by Tim Burton or um, Danny Elfman. Um, it's uh, it's just so alive with Washington Irving's voice, 
with Stephen's voice, my voice, and clearly the voices of all of these amazing collaborators in the room um, because this is what that story, our version of this story has really become. I think when you see certain moments like the opening number and perhaps and the story of the Headless uh, Horseman, you really understand kind of the um, storytelling that we are doing in the show is sort of like a, it's, it's, it's uber creative and uber um, collective of people's consciousness. I remember this. It's the summer my father passed away. Do you remember this, dear? We were, I think we were over at like near Kingstown seeing a movie. I think it was the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark movie. And, you know, I was, it was fairly recent that I'd lost my father, but, you know, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow is one of my father's favorite stories. And the movie, the made for TV version with Jeff Goldblum in it, he loved that. We watched it repeatedly every October. He loved it. He would always yell, put it on. Um, and we would always carve pumpkins as we watched that film. And I still have the magic marker that was his that we used to draw our faces on the pumpkin. And it still works. That's from the 80s. Anyway, um, we were at that place in Kingstown and we went into a world market just kind of because we were killing time. And I remember finding several things for sale that were like, could be part of a classroom setting. There was like an old globe, there was like something else. And I just put all these items together and, and took a picture of it. I wish I still had that picture, but it was an old phone. And I remember thinking right then, oh gosh, this could be in a classroom. We were talking about how to do, do call, uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow at Cauldron for years now. Uh, I've been rewriting it for several years now. Um, so I remember that was the kind of impetus though, thinking about, oh, it should be in a classroom because all these objects could help tell the tale in a different way through the subjects that people talk about in school and through the course of their schooling. Um, I never in a million years thought we'd land on a cast this impressive, impeccable. Everyone is perfect at what they're doing. And I just want to once more return and give a shout out to Colm Goebelbecker uh, playing our Ichabod, who is seemingly made for this role. Uh, we're so lucky to have found him. He is so fearless in this show um, and just so wonderful in understanding of the material. Um, we 100% uh, appreciate his work uh, carrying this show on his shoulders, literally, um, hardly ever leaving the stage. Um, so we'd like to close out uh, this little clips from Arena Stage with Cullum Goldbucker and Broom, uh, Brooke Bloom <laughs> Brooke Bloomquist performing Little Things from Ichabod the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I would like to welcome back to the stage Brooke Bloomquist, who's playing our Katrina Van Tassel, and introduce to you Cullum Goldbucker, who is our title role of Ichabod singing Little Things. Thank you. which is also the same title of my checking account.
little far off stars. I wonder, do you know, as you dance all alone, night after night, does anybody see the glow? Who notices if the glow grew empty with so many little things, other things, lights, a thousand far off lights, so many who can count, they flicker and shine, so many
many days and nights seem endless in a world so unaware. So many things, so beautiful, so many things, so many days and nights seem endless. I've wished upon a for listening to all of this uh it's kind of felt like an infomercial but honestly we never do this about ourselves we always are talking to other people and because it's a special week and we're opening this show we're talking to each other and talking about what we love to do which is create for all of you so um if you can get tickets uh if you're around here or i think there might be a streaming option coming I'm not sure on that. We have to check on that. But all your info is going to be in a link in the description here in this podcast. Um, Check out. We also have our Patreon link in the podcast. If you feel so inclined, we appreciate it. Please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us out. Share it where you share things. Post it where you post things. Uh, This is really legit the first episode of Season 6 because last week should have been, but we basically launched... Long shot, our other um, dramatic narrative LGBTQ um, young adult kind of zombie arcade drama. Check it out. Check it out. The description will also, the link will be in the description. Um, but thank you all for listening. Thank you all for coming along the ride with us. We're going to have more stuff for you soon. And until then, uh, be careful going home tonight. You never know who's following you. But thanks for following us. Ooh, good. That was good, Manny. Good instincts. All right. Bye. Bye.